In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Welcome to Love Lighthouse Broadcast here on the podcast stations all around the world. Thank you so much to all of the different platforms and you're welcome. Today we are on Tuesday the 8th of March 2022 and we're going to look today at the Beatitudes over the 40 days of Lent. Um, We stop these over Saturday and Sunday but you're welcome to tune back in, listen in again and develop with those. Um, We're also going to look at specific scripture today and... Hmm, okay. And I've actually opened up already, so we're on... Hebrews. Okay, chapter 10. So I was getting like drawn to this. Whenever I'm drawn into these pages, you know, I have this circled. There's one in particular that's circled and it is which stood only in meats and drinks and diverse washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. Now, obviously, there's different degrees of this in the, the Reims version. I believe it talks about the time of correction as being the time of reformation. So it's understandable how a lot of people could be like, oh my gosh, like cross with the fingers, like, oh my gosh, time of correction, time of, means time of reformation and how some people don't like change because it usually means that you've got to like reach up to a higher level, not physically, but a different or a new level that might be a little bit uncomfortable perhaps sometimes. I don't know why, but some people can be like that. Well, there could be other reasons perhaps for why, but anyway... Um, in any case, that's what's occurring. Um, we look towards chapter 10 and the first verse and it says, For the law, having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the comers thereunto perfect. Okay, so in other words, any, no amount of sacrifice, and this points back to, um, you know, the Catholic Church, which will remind people, you know, we do not live on bread alone. So it's not just physical bread, it's not even just the Eucharist and even the transubstantiation, it is more so the spirit. It's of every word that proceeds from the mouth of God, but that informs the traditions until there comes a time of change which is informed by God and Christ and so it's remembering in that and having wisdom that when people change to do whatever they need to do it's you know you want to kind of you will probably want to test them but you also perhaps want to kind of like state yourself but you know that this is part of the tradition and this is why we do it, it proceeds from the mouth of God and so therefore it becomes manifest as part of a tradition as part of something an ordinance that we must adhere to but it's a shadow that type of law is a shadow as well not just the one where it was about you know the killing of like animals and animal sacrifices that is a shadow then the next one is you know even what's going on in some of the churches today to um something greater 
But whilst we know that we're called in a specific realm and region, it's important to be involved in that. Heed the commands, heed the traditions, but putting God first so that you're ready to hear the call if there is something else as well. It does mean being open-minded. Again, you might want to question other people about this to help them and help them establish, but also be open-minded as well. Perhaps they're called in a particular way and you would want to kind of figure that out, but be open-minded to it as well because it is written here and it is what's expected of people ultimately. And you can get it throughout Hebrews. If you don't listen to Hebrews, you don't look at Hebrews, which is from the mouth of God, then sure, you could probably argue it away somehow and pretend it doesn't exist but we can at all and that's why Hebrews is one of the most important pieces of text in the entire of all scripture because it looks towards what's expected of you next what's to come change improvement development okay so the Beatitudes we're going to be looking at, Let's see, blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. I usually think that one, sometimes I, I think I'm, I've read that as blessed are those who hunger and thirst for justice, for they will be satisfied. of the 12 okay because you know there are different lists of the beatitudes some of them go from like 1 to 8 some 1 to 10 and some 12 okay blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven isn't that interesting so blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness but then when we skip to this one, which was felt called to in the spirit. So it's important to understand that here we see a step in place where people, there's some people that don't have that sense of righteousness. They don't have it. They're seeking for more of it. But then here we have that just as people are seeking for it, then it comes along, they get it, and because of that, or because of righteousness of God and whatever it is that they are called into, think of, for example, walking along in the faith, according to full faith in the love, and you just walk along and you're doing the right thing, but the devil is the accuser to such an extent, and I don't mean the Holy Spirit convicting people of things they need to change into. I mean the devil accusing with the hope of pulling um, down. So you can imagine the devil accusing with that hope because of that righteousness. 
Mm, strange, strange, very strange. But then, therefore, no sooner has someone received that righteousness, but they're then being persecuted for that as well. So sometimes it seems like no matter what you do, there's going to be something along the way. But take comfort because God says that even so, once that righteousness is gained, once you understand it, once you walk in it, even if there's persecution because of that, that's okay. Blessed are they that are persecuted now, then, for righteousness' sake, for God's sake, in other words, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Ooh, isn't that, that sounds like a stepping stone. No righteousness, got righteousness, oh, persecuted for that righteousness, oh, heaven next. <laughs> oh, 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 and you can see how some people feel about that and maybe how some people keep themselves in a certain arena. Maybe, I don't know, perhaps, I don't know. Uh, let's think about that one. Um, is God calling us into more righteousness? But we're like, whoa, hey, what's next after that? Persecution and then heaven? And of course, we can then see that, well, actually, we can bring heaven on earth. It should be the will, the Father's will, on earth as it is in heaven. So it should be called joined. It just means a joining of the earth. And it's kind of like the will, the alignment, fuses together because of the righteousness, the trust, the faith in God. That is the alignment of the two worlds coming together as one. Well, thank you so much for joining in with this one today. This has been a true blessing. And join me again for the next one tomorrow for Wednesday. It'll be the 9th of March 2022. We'll be continuing on with the Beatitudes as well as some scripture too. Um, I really hope that your Lent is going good. I'm going to just be open about this. I did not fast in the same way today that I had been. But I can tell you this, after the first week, which only started obviously, well on Wednesday, but I mean, we've all been doing things like before that and throughout, haven't we? We all work on things and improvement, but kind of the first actually is when I, I started mine, but the second properly. And even in that short period of time, what a huge difference, like magnificent difference thanks to God. So Lent is truly a gift and I really hope that is the way that you're experiencing it as well.